Hey everyone, this is Russell Brunson, and welcome to early morning, freaking freezing, marketing in your car. Welcome to the Marketing in Your Car podcast, where you can increase your traffic, conversions, and sales in just 10 minutes a day. And now, here's your host, Russell Brunson. Hey guys, so we just got back from London, woohoo! And it was a long, 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 long oh so long trip to get back <laughs> but we made it and we are excited and now it's like six in the morning my kids are not falling asleep yet because it's strong london time and uh we kind of passed out for a little bit but we're waking now and then our cute little baby who we haven't seen in a week we've been playing with her even though she's tired but we're not letting her sleep because she's just too dang cute and a bunch of stuff and it's not even seven o'clock yet and i'm actually driving out to go grab some food because our house is out of food so that's what's happening over here um, and, uh, other than that, uh, I'm just excited to be home, um, and I'm not traveling again for, hopefully for forever. Um, you know how you feel after you eat, like, Thanksgiving dinner and you're so full, you just want to pop? Um, I, uh, I kinda, and you're like, I'll never eat again, ever! And then, like, five minutes later, you're hungry. Anyway, that's how I am right now. Like, I will never travel again, ever. In the last 30 days, it's just been insane. But, we're back! And I'm excited. A lot of fun things. I'm excited to like, get my hands dirty again and get into work and get into stuff. You know, um, speaking and traveling and selling and stuff like that. It's fun. Um, but I just miss sitting behind a computer and just funnel, funnel build and funnel hack it. I was a little excited. So uh, it's all good. And um, yeah, we had an, an awesome time in, in London and uh, it all turned out really, really good. And um, it was fun. It was it was cool going there and just seeing all these businesses. And you know, it's it's interesting because um, uh, you know, in our you know, you think about however many twenty years ago, even you know, people sold things in their communities, right? And so, like, you know, if you lived in Boise, you sold things to other people in Boise, and and that's kind of how things were. And the internet's made it so it's everywhere. And and what was cool, a couple things that I kind of got from it. One, you know, going over there is you see these entrepreneurs from the other side of the world. And what's interesting is, like, their their hopes, their dreams, their desires, their vision, their their um, desire to change the world in their, in their own little way is the same. Like, it's not different than it is here. Like, I think entrepreneur, entrepreneurs, like, um, we have something weird inside of us. And it's it's not like... It's not a, an American thing, or it's not like a, you know, whatever. It, it's an entrepreneur thing, and it's everywhere. And and people there have the same bug that we have here, and it's awesome. And like, I, oh, I just love being around entrepreneurs. Like, it's, there's nothing better for me. And so that was that was really really cool. Um, what was interesting though, and this is kind of cool. That you you know, people don't people don't you know don't see this a lot, and you don't notice it online either. And I wonder. I don't know if I'll ever do anything because of this, but it makes me it makes me think. Um, so, for example, uh, you know, in the last thirty days, I've I've spoke in Australia, United States, three times, and then in uh, in London. And the one thing that is different is culturally things are different. Like it's just it's fascinating. I remember the first time I spoke in in London and I tried to sell, and I I did my normal pitch that in the states was awesome, and it just bombed over there. And I was like, what in the world? Like these people hate me. I found out later they did hate me. I remember <laughs> this is kind of sad, but it was after the event was over and I sold a couple, but not not like what I normally would have. This is probably four or five years ago, 
Um, and then I went on this, this forum later and it was a free event we did. We came, you know, all this stuff. And, and I'm at this, ev- I'm at this event or I'm on this forum reading some people's critiques of the event and all these people were making fun of me and, and they weren't making fun of like my presentation or anything. They're making fun of me cause I was American. <laughs> I was just like, wow. I, I, I never thought that that was like a thing. It was so weird to me. And I, I, after that, I remember I had friends that told me that, like, when they when they sold to the UK, they had to sell different, they had to speak different, they had to do things different for it to work. And uh, I hadn't had a chance to speak in the UK for five years, so I, you know, never really tested that again. Um, I'd spoken twice in Australia since then. And Australia was completely the opposite. Like in Australia, it feels like maybe I'm wrong. I don't think the people in the UK always like Americans. I think they think we're stuck up, and we kind of are. Like I. And the more like the more cultured I am becoming, the more places I go, the more I realize like how annoying Americans can actually be. <laughs> like we we are pretty like I don't know like it's it's kind of embarrassing like looking at it now. Um, but anyway, it's, it's just that's how Americans are, right? And so like in the UK, people if like don't necessarily like us um, as much, but in Australia it's the opposite. Like, Australians love us. It was like really interesting. Like when I was in Australia, like anything I said, I felt like I was walking on gold. Like it was just like a completely different cultural experience. So that was kind of just weird to me. And um, so this time I spoke in the UK, I was very aware of that. And I thought, okay, <laughs> if I'm going to be successful with this, um, I think that like the wrong approach, like the approach in, in Australia is almost, it was almost more like, hey, I'm this American authority. Let me talk, let me show you how cool stuff I, I did. Whereas in the UK, like the way I transitioned my presentation <laughs> this time was I had to kind of like make fun of myself more. And, uh, and, um, like self, what's it, what they call it? Self-deprecating humor or whatever, you know? And so I tried to make fun of myself more, um, throughout the presentation. And what's funny is like, like in, in America, even Australia, like if you, if you si- if you close people, like they stand up and they start going to the back, like they get excited and they, they, they rush. In the UK, none of that, like nobody moved. I'm doing my clothes and I'm like, tell you like, get up right now, go to the back. And I keep like, I'm like doing all my stuff that normally gets Americans like jumping over each other and like fighting to get to the back and nobody bud they just sat there i was just like i'm so confused like nobody like did i not make fun of myself enough what's happening and then um and after the presentation was done people slowly stood up and walked over and signed up and uh the promoter told me afterwards he was like he was like your closer it was amazing for the uk just so you know i'm like really like i like <laughs> like it was way less than i i mean it wasn't way I, we, it did well but it was less than i thought it was going to be um but yeah he's like yeah your closer it was amazing for the uk audience and so it was just interesting. And so, so what I think about a lot of times we craft ourselves messages for all people, you know, and, um, as I'm, as I'm getting more and more deeper into this business, when I'm learning more and more is that I think this is the, you know, really the power of where action addicts inside of click funnels is going is, is, um, changing based on people, right? So like if someone's making more money, speak to them this way, less money, speak to them here. If they're male, speak to them like this. If they're female, speak to them like this. If they're, you know, whatever those, those demographics are. But I almost think that, like, if I was to, uh, you know, if if I really want to go deep in this, and I don't know if I will, I might, uh, especially offers that we really, you know, focus a lot of time and energy on. But I would even change um, the sales message based on on um, culture, based on uh, geography. So somebody in the UK was watching a video sales that I would speak much different than someone in the United States. So anyway, just kind of, just interesting, I thought. And one other thing, and this is what I just want to kind of share with you guys, and hopefully it'll, it'll resonate. Um because, uh, and I, and I hate this, I got so many coaching clients, 
um, who, and I get it, like, you want to forecast and set goals and expectate and things like that, but I think it hurts, like, I don't know, I, I, I always have these, you know, our, our clients or our friends or people that are like, hey, you know, a webinar's going to happen, I'm going to do this, and they have these numbers built out in their head, and like, if I only get this percent, and this happens, and, da, 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 and all these things they figure out, and they do it, and they don't get it, and they're like, destroy, like, it mentally and physically, like, destroys them, and, uh, and I'm a big believer in not, not setting not like not not setting goals like I I'm a big goal setter, but not setting like expectations of outcome because you can't control those things at first. So like when I spoke at this event, um, Dan kept asking me like like he told me how many sales I did. Dan's the promoter. I was like, so is that good for you? Is it bad? Like what were you expecting? I was like, I didn't have any expectations coming in. Like I I, I want I want when it's done for me to be happy with whatever. And if I have expectations. That no matter what, I'm not going to be happy. You know what I mean? And so, um, I, I didn't have any expectations. Like I, I didn't, if I didn't sell anything, I, I didn't have like I, I was coming to try to serve and try to help. And I know, like when I speak, even I've been doing this forever. I get nervous, and so before I speak, I pray. And when I pray, I just pray that I can give value and help serve people the best of my ability. Like that's my, that's what I'm praying for. Not like how many sales I can close. It's like I want to, I like legitimately, I'm here to serve people, right? So, that's that's the way I go into it. And the people buy like I. Like I, I'm so grateful afterwards that that it's awesome. But if I would have thought, you know, like thinking ahead of time, if I would have like looked at Dan's audience, said, okay, you know, my typical audience converts this much, and and really thought through it and focused on that number, uh, I probably been disappointed because it because it, it made less money than it, than it should have based on you know if I would have thought through things. So I try not to. I just kind of put it out of my head and don't think about that and just focus on on giving and serving and helping. And I even told Dan that I was like, I don't, I didn't really have any outcomes. I wasn't hoping for anything. I was coming, to, <clears throat> hoping to come and serve, and you know, hopefully we can get a lot of people into ClickFunnels because it, they need it. Like I, I honestly feel like you can't be successful online without it. So I feel like they need it. So <clears throat> I want to give that to them. And then I was like, you know, from this, like, I'm sure people like they know who I am now. If they enjoy it, they're going to keep following me. They're going to buy more stuff. A lot of them will send up, come to our inner circle, things like that. Like good stuff will happen from it. Um, but I'm not tying an outcome to it. Um, and I can't tell you how many people over and over and over again in my coaching programs, they get, they have these numbers in their heads and then when they don't hit initially, they're just destroyed and it's hard to recover. And, and, um, but if, if, if you go into it with no outcome, you know, with no like projected outcomes of your own, you just go and you do it and you try to serve and you see what happens, then you can take that data and you can look at it and you can make decisions, right? Like if I was going to keep speaking in the UK, I would look at the presentation and say, okay, what things didn't work? And there were a lot of things that didn't work in the audience. I could tell because there's this weird energy when you speak in a room, you can fill it and you can not fill it at times. And there were things I would definitely change, but again, I'm not speaking in the UK all the time, so it's not the same for me. But like when I did my first webinar, like when I did the funnel, not my first webinar, but the first funnel hacks webinar, like I had no idea if it was going to do well or not. I, I was speaking at Mike Filson's event. I did it. And like when people started running the back, I was like so shocked. I was just like, Oh wow! And then the next one, I was like, "Oh!" And, I, and I, every time, I was just I was just so excited about what happened. And eventually, you know, after we've done so many times, we have projected outcomes and we have things like that. And so now, you know, we've got something to shoot for. But but I let the chips fall where they may at first, and then we can look at that, analyze the data, change things. Let that and let that happen a bunch of times before we start making these projections, these models, and, and tying our happiness outcome to them. Um, because if you do, it's unless you hit it out of the park the first time, it's hard. I mean, most people do a webinar the first time, they're not getting 10% closer. They're not getting 5%. They might be getting 1% or 2%. And 
And um, that's where we start at. And that's why we got to do it a billion times. That's why I've done the Funnel Axe webinar in the last 12 months. I, I, I would say I've done it conservatively at least 50 times live. You know? And, and it gets better every single time. And it just it makes me feel for people who create it, have this vision in their head, launch it, and they don't hit it. And then they're, they're, they are attaching so much personal emotion to it. And, um, and it, I feel, I feel for that. And so hopefully if nothing else you get from this is stop attaching all these things to your initial work and just do it from a point of you want to serve, you want to give, and you want to help, let the chips fall where may, and then take the data, change it, tweak it, and then keep doing that. And eventually when you have a model that, that is working, now you can come back and you can, um, you can be stressed out about the results, but don't do that now because we have enough stress in our lives. You know, this is, you're building a business and it's fun and it should be an enjoyable process and it's going to be hard at times. It's going to be good at times. It's going to be bad at times. You're going to lose money at times. You're going to make money at times. You're going to be broke sometimes and sometimes you'll be rich, but that's just kind of the, uh, the process in this game. If you don't have the skin for that, you know, it might not be the right game to play. So anywho, I'm at the store. I buy my family some food, some eggs, some, <laughs> some bananas, some stuff for us to eat. So I better go. But thanks for listening to my to my ramblings today. I hope that there's some value in there for you. But I appreciate you guys. For those of you who are um, my new friends in London, thanks for letting me come hang out. I had an awesome time. And uh, I appreciate you guys allowing me to serve you. So thank you so much. And I'll talk to you soon. 